Hello, everyone. Let me get the video set up. The video is easy to set up. I should have set that up first. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm still reading from Lost Scriptures by Bart Ehrman. Oh, the new format is, so I'm going to do readings on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And on Sunday, I'm going to answer questions. So please, um, if you're listening to this audio podcast, send me questions. If you're watching this, if this is a a public, this is going to be public. Send me some questions. If I don't get any questions from you, because a lot of times you all don't, I don't get a lot of support. And then you all don't really ask questions, don't engage. I'll answer questions that need to be answered. Big questions. And you all may just like that. Um, serious questions, because I'm a serious person. Um, let's get into one of my other favorite scriptures in here is there's a set of scriptures about Jesus as a child stories about him as a child and uh, it's the let me see let me see let me see, let me see. it's the gospel of Thomas the infancy gospel of Thomas is what it's called in the book so by the calls me calls it let's get some let's get some water Poor man, you could tell. Jaws the glasses. Uh, let's get into it. Tales of the Israelite philosopher Thomas concerning the childhood activities of the Lord. One, I, Thomas the Israelite, make this report to you, all, to all of you, my brothers among the Gentiles, that you may know the magnificent childhood activities of the Lord Jesus Christ. All that he did after being born in our country, the beginning is as follows. When the child Jesus was five years old, he was playing by the ford of a stream and he gathered the flowing waters into pools and made them immediately pure. These things he ordered simply by speaking a word. He then made some soft mud and fashioned 12 sparrows from it. It was the Sabbath when he did this. A number of other children were also playing with him. But when a certain Jew saw that Jesus, saw that Jesus had done, saw what Jesus had done while playing on the Sabbath, he left right away and reported to his father, Joseph, look, your child at the stream has taken mud and formed 12 sparrows. He has profaned the Sabbath. When Joseph came to the place and saw what had happened, he cried out to him, Why are you doing this, what is forbidden on the Sabbath? But Jesus clapped his hand and cried to the sparrows, Be gone. And the sparrows took flight and went off chirping. When the Jews saw that this, they were amazed. And they went away and reported to their leaders what they had seen Jesus do. Now the son of Anas, the scribe, was standing there with Joseph and he took a willow branch and scattered the water that Jesus had gathered. Jesus was irritated when he saw what had happened and he said to him, you unrighteous, irreverent idiot, what did the pools of water do to harm you? See now, <clears throat> you also will be withered like a tree and you will never bear leaves or root or fruit. 
Immediately that child was completely withered. Jesus left and returned to Joseph's house. But the parents of the withered child carried him away, mourning his lost youth. They brought him to Joseph and began to accuse him. What kind of child do you have who does such things? Somewhat later, he was going through the village and a child ran and up and banged into his shoulder. Jesus was aggravated and said to him, you will go no further on your way. And right away, the child fell down and died. Some of those who saw what happened said, where was this child born? For everything he says is a deed accomplished. The parents of the dead child came to Joseph and blamed him, saying, Since you have such a child, you cannot live with us in the village. Or teach him to bless and not curse, for he is killing our children. I just love the fact that <laughs> Jesus got around, touching people and they're falling out. Be honest. Most of you listening, most of you watching, you, you want to do that sometimes. We all want to do that sometimes. You see somebody that's just savage and you just want to touch them and put them out of their misery. Or maybe it's just me. Yeah. Joseph called to the child and admonished him privately. Why are you doing such things? These people are suffering. They hate us and are, are persecuting us. But Jesus replied, I know these are not your words, and so I also will keep silent for your sake. But those others will bear their punishment. And immediately those who were accusing him were blinded. Those who saw these things were frightened and disturbed. They began saying about him, everything he has said, whether good or bad, has become an amazing reality. When Joseph saw what Jesus had done, he rose up, grabbed his ear, and yanked it hard. The child was irritated and said to him, It is enough for you to seek and not find. You have not acted at all wisely. Do you not know that I am yours? Do not grieve me. There was an instructor named Zacchaeus standing off to the side who heard Jesus say these things to his father. And he was amazed that he was speaking such things, though just a child. After a few days, he approached Joseph and said to him, You have a bright child with a good mind. Come, let me have him that he may learn to read. And through reading, I will teach him everything, including how to greet all the elders and to honor them as his ancestors and fathers and to love children his own age. And he told him all the letters from Alpha to Omega. Clearly and with great precision, but Jesus looked the instructor Zacchaeus in the face and said to him, Since you do not know the true nature of the Alpha, how can you teach anyone the Beta? You hypocrite, if you know it, first teach the Alpha, and then we will believe you about the Beta. Then he began to question the teacher sharply about the first letter, and he was not able to give him the answers. And while many others were listening, the child said to Zacchaeus, Listen, teacher, to the arrangement of the first letter of the alphabet. Observe here how it has set patterns and middle strokes, which you see collectively crossing. Then come together and proceed upward again till they reach the top so that it is divided into three equal parts, each of them fundamental fundamental and foundational. 
of equal length. Now you have the set patterns of the alpha. When the teacher Zacchaeus heard the child setting forth so many allegorical interpretations like this of the first letter, he was at a complete loss about this kind of explanation and teaching. And he said to those standing there, woe is me, I am wretched and at a complete loss. I have put myself to shame taking on this child. I beg of you, brother Joseph, take him away. I cannot bear his stern gaze or make sense of a single word. This child is not of this world. He can even he can even tame fire. Maybe he was born before the world came into being. I cannot fathom what kind of uterus bore him or what kind of womb nourished him. Woe is me, friend. He has befuddled me. I cannot follow his reasoning. I have fooled myself and am miserable three times over. I was struggling to have a student and I have been found to have a teacher. My friends, and I know all too well my shame. Though an old man, I have been defeated by a child. I may grow weak and die because of this child. But at this moment, I cannot look him in the face. When everyone says that I have been defeated by a young child, what can I say? And how can I explain the things he told me about the set pattern of the first letter? I have no idea, my friends, for I do not know its beginning or end. And so I ask you, Brother Joseph, take him back home. I do not know what kind of great thing he is, whether a divine being or angel. I do not even I do not know even what to say. I'll just read one more chapter and we we'll go. While the Jews were giving Zacchaeus advice, the child laughed aloud and said, Now let what is yours bear fruit, and let the blind in heart see. I have come from above to curse them and call them to the realm above, just as the one who sent me for your sake commanded. When the child stopped speaking, immediately all those who had fallen under his curse were healed. No one dared to anger him from that time on, fearing that he might cripple them with a curse. Uh, so that's basically it. These stories are really, really something else. I like I enjoy these stories. Um, and it's weird how the old man treated him because it's like we I've seen brilliant children, brilliant young people who just get. Instead of saying this, this this child is brilliant from somewhere else, let's learn from this child. Oh, no, get it away from me. I'm embarrassed. Driven by your shame and I guess your ego or whatever it is. If you if you say this thing is an angel or something from a higher power or something, you know, why would you say take this thing away? I would, if I was the old man and got embarrassed like that or got told like that, I would have said, oh, your son is from something else. We need to protect him and we need to learn from this guy, from this child. And we need to ask it great questions and try to get great answers. Right? We have a force in our village. We have an entity in our village. This I don't know if they use the words blessings then, but this is what we need. We need this, <clears throat> right? 
And then if you want Jesus to heal the people, all you could have said is, hey, I know what you can do. And I also know that you can undo those things. We're not mad. At, we're not mad at you. We know you're a child. You must have had your reasons. But can you show mercy to these children and bring them back to life? But there's something in, in, in culture, and maybe this is in all cultures, where you're supposed to listen to elders no matter what. And um, I find that very strange because I, I, I know some elders that are very wise. And I know some elders that are very foolish. And listening to those foolish elders have got generations underneath them confused. Confused and completely out of their minds. So that idea, no. If you, if you have wisdom, no matter what age you are, we should listen to you. Right? Young people, old people, in between. Um, and so... Uh, that was the scriptures, um, lost scriptures. Next week, we'll be reading something else. I think I might still have the angry book. Maybe I'll read from it. I can't remember if I sold it or if I have it in my stash. I have to look at my stash. Everything's in a, in a, in a bin here, my books and everything, because one thing, when you're living in a place that's not stable, when you're living in a place that's slum-like, you have to be ready for fires, you have to be ready for collapses, you have to be ready. A building just collapsed in New York City, um, just fell apart. And there's already dips and ditches and my, my living room is leaning. So um, the building's just not being maintained well. It's not being repaired well. And the management company who runs these buildings is too many units. And they're not keeping up with them. This is basically it. And that's what happens in New York. Everything gets patched up. Or uh, repairs take a long time to fix. If you have a hole and then it takes five months to get someone to come look at it, the hole is going to be bigger. If you have a problem, it's going to get worse because we're still living in the buildings. We're still living on things. You have bad floors and I'm still walking on it. It's going to get worse. Someone fixes it. And um, this management company is the worst, one of the worst companies I've ever seen in my life. I have, I have no understanding how housing is working in the city. It, it just, no one's managing it. No one. No one who owns it and no one in the public sphere. But anyway, that's a rant. Um, Sunday, give me questions. I'll be answering questions on Sunday. I uh, Thank you. If you want to support, you know how to do it. Hit the links, give directly or subscribe. And until next time, take care. And be safe. And if you're in one of those the storm that's coming across, I hope that you're safe and I hope that you're protected. And I hope that you're prepared if you're in the um, path of the storm, which I am. I'll get it tomorrow. So Sunday, I'll let you know if, I'm, if everything's working and 
we can even do the podcast. See you then. Take care and bye.